Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. Because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 48. Celine's already laughing, and we haven't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is called Steamy Sexting How to Sext Like a Pro. So, you know, I, I often do these intros and I'm like, I'm excited about this show, you know, and then I tell you why I'm excited about it. And today is no different. I'm excited <laughs> about this show because in prepping for the show, it actually got Celine all hot and bothered. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it sure did. I was just giving you a little boost of energy before we started recording. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I got a boost. <laughs> Rubbing myself all over you. <laughs> well, there you go. So you know this stuff works. <laughs> There's no doubt. <laughs> so in this episode, we want to talk about exactly what we mean by sexting. We want to talk about what not to do, how sexting can go terribly wrong. <laughs> and we also want to talk about what to do and maybe some things that you haven't thought of when it comes to sexting. Mm-hmm. Yes. You might have a preconceived idea of what sexting is and... Uh, we may give you some new ideas. (laughs) So to be clear, we do not recommend texting as a form of advanced communication, right? So do not attempt to deal with your relationship issues via text. Oh, this is the worst. (laughs) So if you've listened to our episode on communication, I know we talked a little bit about this, but text messaging is not the type of thing where you should be talking about, you know, your triggers or where you should be discussing important directions for the relationship or anything like that. It doesn't convey enough information and it is way too easy to misunderstand what the other person is saying. Absolutely. And then you can't really unsee it and then you have to do damage control and that just really sucks. So we are so blessed to have access to such technology nowadays. There's so many things that we can do. And I don't know about you, but maybe you remember the times when we used to write each other steamy love letters. I wrote love letters, as a matter of fact. Okay, so I'm, I'm a romantic. I love writing. I love reading. And um, I think I was about 15, and I was totally in love with this guy. And, I, you know, by the way, this, in, in retrospect, it was a very ballsy move. You know, 14 or 15, I was in love with that guy. I wrote him a poem, like something really, like somewhat romantic and pretty, and a love letter. And then I went to his classroom and put it in his desk. I like we have classrooms where we sit in specific areas. We have a desk where you can open and put your textbooks and stuff. So I knew where he would sit and I put my letter there and I signed the letter. (laughs) And he saw it and he read it. And of course, then he shared it with a lot of his friends and they all made fun of me. And that was really awful. And I hated myself for having done that. And I felt very sad. I cried for a long time because I poured my heart into this letter, you know. Um, And he didn't understand really what it was all about. And now, in retrospect, I'm thinking, wow, it was really ballsy to do something like that. And I signed it. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, if you're going to write something like that to somebody, yes, you should sign it so they know who it comes from. <laughs> and just remember, you were children and boys are extremely immature at that age. So, That's you know, true. you can't take any of that personally. But I would also uh, say to the listeners that, you know, writing old fashioned letters oh, is awesome too. I and, love it. And for the millennials who are listening, um, Celine is not that old. She's a millennial also. So, you know, <laughs> writing uh, letters is still works for millennials. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I brought that up is because I do remember the joy of writing a letter, of giving that letter to somebody, of reading a letter, receiving one. And I think that the technology has made things much easier where we we can have access to information right away. We can share our thoughts and our, our innermost desires desires with somebody like with seconds and sometimes it's important to still give it a little bit more thought so you know when you sat in front of the paper and really like connected with your heart and sometimes we don't do that for the texts so it's just something to remember and we can do a lot of things with texting and sexting and I'm really excited about that (laughs) yes for sure so I think the first thing that we want to talk about is when is it okay to sext? And, you know, so we asked ourselves this question when we were preparing for the show, and we both actually had slightly different answers. (laughs) And I think think both are equally valid. So my answer was, well, it's probably a good idea to know sort of where somebody's at when you sext them, right? So, and the reason I was answering that way is because I actually had this happen to me once. I thought it was hysterical, but, you know, this sort of thing could potentially get people in trouble. I was working for a big corporation, and I was in a meeting uh, in one of the uh, conference rooms. And I don't remember how many people there were, probably 10 people in, in this room sitting around a conference table. And my company cell phone uh, happened to be sitting face up <laughs> on the desk, on the, on the uh, table, the table. And I got a sext with a picture (laughs) that flashed on my screen. And I went, oh, shit. (laughs) I I can't remember if anybody saw. If they did, they didn't say anything and they were polite. But so my answer of sort of maybe you should know where people are at. Like, you know, if you know that somebody's uh, spending the day with their mom, maybe that's not the best idea. Or if you know they're at work or in a meeting, maybe just wait until you figure they're probably in the place where, you know, like, like here's a good example. Don't send them a super hot text, like with a great picture, maybe while they're driving. That could cause an accident. <laughs> well, and it's funny you saying that, Kevin, because I'm I'm kind of like the uh, the trickster, and I'm like, of course I'm going to send a sex text when you're at work. <laughs> of course I'm going to make it hot and more fun. So I'm totally the opposite than you. I'm like, I'm going to find the most inappropriate moment to be sexual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, we've done that many times. <laughs> so I have. Well, the... I'm my own boss now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. But I'm just like, like for me, actually, that's a turn on to do something when I know it might be a little bit uncomfortable because I think it's more fun. Um, so when I was thinking, when is it okay to sex? One of the first thing was, well, 
I think you want to sex somebody that you've met in person. One of the things I see happening is people get into these like discussion, and I'm putting air quotes there, where they have not yet met in person and they're starting to get into texting and then they could like get into sexting. And here's the thing I'm thinking if you haven't shaken somebody's hand or give them a kiss on the cheek, like why would you send them a picture of your tits? Right? <laughs> like really? Or like something really hot and steamy. So I think as a guideline, maybe wait until you've met that person in person and you can like have established because sometimes we can get stuck also into our fantasy and be like, oh yeah, this is going to be like such a great relationship. And then you meet in person and you're like, oh, this is not compatible. Why did I send that picture? Why did I say that? You know? Yeah. And well, you know, when it comes to things like pictures or even potentially text, mm-hmm. you know, itself, we have to understand that anything that is put in a digital form lives forever. (laughs) So even if you send it and they delete it on their end and you delete it on your end, it still lives in cyberspace. Somewhere in ether. If if you're... Yeah, yeah, that somewhere in the ether (laughs) is an NSA uh, uh, data center located out in Utah that collects every single electronic communication (laughs) that is made in the world. Literally in the world. So... Um, yeah, everything lives forever. And so if you don't really have that trust established with somebody mm-hmm. yet, do you really want to be sending them, you know, nude photos or really explicit, suggestive texts or things like that? Mm-hmm. So it's just something to consider. And then the other thing that I thought about was actually be true to yourself. So if you are, I consider myself a highly sexual person, sex is very important and it's not something I'm going to put on the back burner and then, you know, three months into the relationship suddenly become sexual. You know, I'm like, it starts from day one or even day minus three. Like before you know me, you already know where you're getting into. And, um, so I'm like, be yourself. If that's how you talk, if you like to be upfront, if you do a lot of sexual innuendos and jokes around sex or talk about it, then just be yourself. And the, the biggest thing when it comes to sexting is a fear probably of rejection of like, why if I put it all out there, like, is this person going to judge me? Is the person not going to love me? And Ultimately, and I know we've talked about that in several of our shows, I think it's better to be 100% yourself and not take things too personally. When you like, you show your true colors, you show who you are, and then the person can be like, yes, this is my perfect flavor of ice cream and I want to look it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that is a great segue into the next topic, which is what not to do when <laughs> sexting. <laughs> Okay, so very, very first one, make sure you sex the right person. I know this sounds really simple and everybody's going, well, duh, of course. But how many people listening have actually sent a text message because they were busy and they were multitasking and they grabbed their phone real quick and they went into text messages, boom, fired off a message and then realized they clicked on the wrong text message you were replying to a different message Mm -hmm. that was in your little inbox there Mm -hmm. and you accidentally clicked on it we've all done it i know i've done it before absolutely how many people date multiple people at once and they're like oh this uh this person for tinder and that person from whatever and then it's like oh that's friday night that's tuesday night that's wednesday it gets a little complicated especially if they don't know about each other which they (laughs) should Go listen to our episode on Polly and whether or not you should be Polly. <laughs> <laughs> but-
but uh, yeah, they should. And just be sure that you're texting the right person because I don't know about you, but if you're like most people, you probably have a text from your mom right next to a text from your partner, next to a text <laughs> from a business associate or client. Like they're all just mixed in there. Mm-hmm. So be careful who you're texting. <laughs> the internet is full of funny examples of people who've accidentally texted the wrong person. So don't be one of those people. Okay, so that kind of is a good segue to to the number two things not to do. Uh, make sure you read your sex before you send it. So there's something called autocorrect, and it does a lot of funny things. Right? Oh, it sure does. So the thing not to do is to just type real quick and just fire it out. What you want to do instead is actually read it and make sure it says what you think it says. And just for fun, because, you know, we like to have fun. We, we, uh, we were on the internet and we found a few examples of, uh, of funny things that people have sent. <laughs> okay, so let's see. The first one, uh, he says, and my hands would rummage through your golden girls. <laughs> that person meant curls. Curls, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn that autocorrect. Okay, how about the sleep with me question mark? I want a baby. That's one of those times when you want to be grammatically correct. Punctuation is important. I want to, baby. Not I want a baby, because then that's like, uh, I'm going to run away. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that. Like you just met somebody, you haven't even had sex with them yet, and they're like, sleep with me, I want a baby. (laughs) That that might scare you a little bit. I have to say, though, I'm... um, I'm a stickler when it comes to punctuation and and writing things properly. And I'm noticing that a lot of people don't form proper sentences in their texts. And it really bothers me. Well, that's a whole cultural thing. It's because it's a pain in the ass to type whole sentences and punctuation. You got to hit shift and go to different screens and get all that stuff. And so it's evolved into just, you know, Sleep with me, question mark. I'm sorry, but that's not a turn well, on for me. W- w- but but we're going to get how to do it properly. So okay. yes, you're right. It is not a turn on. And <laughs> and it's gotten into abbreviations because people are, don't want to do a lot of typing. But let's get to another one, which I, I really liked a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a woman and she's, she's uh, texting the guy and it says, thanks again for an amazing first date. And he says... Anytime. When is the second date? I can't wait to see those big, beautiful nipples of yours. And then <laughs> immediately he fires back with, Oh, I'm so sorry. I meant dimples. <laughs> I'm going to go jump off a bridge. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he said, Fuck, I'm going to go jump off a bridge. <laughs> so that's one good thing here is like, if you do type something wrong, then use humor because usually it helps diffuse situations. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god We had another good one too (laughs) Although this one I don't think was a mistake But I'm still going to put it in the category of what not to do (laughs) Although some people might like it, I don't know So so, uh, the man texts the woman and says Want to be my girlfriend with no D on the end And she texts back girlfriend uh, With the D, the proper spelling, right? And he says, what? And then she replies back and says, you forgot the D. And then he replies back and says, don't worry about the D, baby. You'll get that later. <laughs> maybe maybe he did actually make a mistake and he just fixed it with a funny line of humor. But I, I'm going to say that, you know, 
Maybe saying something like that might not go over so well <laughs> for most people. <laughs> okay, one other thing of that, what not to do, and it's to send an unsolicited dick pic, or nudes even, that weren't asked for. It works both ways, you know? Yeah, uh, oh my god, the, the <laughs> idea of sending the dick pic now is like, it's like, you know, Internet lore is based on <laughs> story after story of people sending unsolicited dick pics. And at this point, it is so cliche that it's completely ridiculous. In fact, it's so cliche that just to be anti-cliche, I actually sent Selena dick pic once. <laughs> <laughs> While I was grocery shopping <laughs> yeah, yeah. in public. <laughs> well, here's the funny part is that, you know, we'd been together for years and we're already married and all of that. And I, I mean, I had never sent her a dick pic before. <laughs> you know, we send like flirty texts back and forth and stuff. And so one day I just thought it would be absolutely hysterical <laughs> to send her a dick pic. And uh, <clears throat> it was quite funny. She laughed. We had a good time. But in general, I would say, yeah, steer clear of the dick pics, especially if they were not asked for. Well, I have to say, though, uh, my response to your picture was, did you just send me a dick pic? <laughs> that was, yes. And then you said something like, yes, yes I, I did. did. <laughs> and I have to say, I looked at it a few times and I got turned on. <laughs> <laughs> But if you have that kind of rapport with each other, then it's okay. Otherwise, I would suggest that you don't do it. In fact, there have been whole careers ruined by people sending unsolicited mm -hmm. dick pics. Uh, politicians have had their careers destroyed from sending unsolicited dick pics. So just don't do it. <laughs> And then the, the last one uh, on the list is trying to be somebody that you're not. Right, mm -hmm. and Celine kind of already talked about this before uh, we got into the what not to do's. But she was saying, just be yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're really sexual and flirty, be really sexual and flirty. If you're more timid, be timid. You know, if you're the type of person that wouldn't normally say the word dick or cock, mm -hmm. and that's kind of a stretch for you. If you if you try to send a text and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, that big cock or this, that, or the other, like it's not going to come off as genuine. It's mm -hmm. going to come off as trying too hard and trying to be somebody that you're not. So, mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think there's different levels of sexting. So as we are now stepping into what to do and how to do it properly, I know that's the moment you all have been waiting for. Um, <laughs> remember that... I always like to say that, let's say like dirty talking, I like to rephrase it and call it um, erotic talk because there's different levels of it. So you can be really crude and rude and some people will really like that. Or you can be much more subdued or just like like um, say it without saying anything and that could be you know much better. It doesn't have to be like 100% sexual. It could also just be about making your partner's day, making somebody else's happy, you know, and it could just be on the surface of like looking good, smelling good, like it doesn't have to be genitally oriented. Okay? Right. And so that's, that's one of the things that we definitely wanted to get to. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a certain way to, uh, text in a sexual manner. And then what we also wanted to bring into this discussion was maybe opening your mind outside of just, you know, sexy things. Mm -hmm. And think of what other ways could you, quote unquote, sext 
that would not be maybe so explicit, but would really be a turn on for mm-hmm. your partner or be even very romantic, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And I think that um, I was reading a study and what they found was that people who are in established relationship tend to sext more. And that would make tremendous sense because like I mentioned earlier, like one of my guidelines is don't t- sex somebody that you haven't met in person. And if you don't have that level of trust with that person, then then it probably doesn't make sense to go to that level. So people that are in established relationship, it might make it much easier. What I like about that is, you know, we are all busy and we tend sometimes to just take each other for granted or we live together. Sometimes people forget that they are also sexual beings and a little text can go a long way in a long-term relationship. And it really doesn't require much effort. It's way faster than going to buy flowers or even s- sending that steamy love letter. It is a quick 30 seconds uh action that you can take that can really create a deeper connection with your partner. So I think it's really worth it. Now, how do you do it? Yeah, we've got some steps here. Mm -hmm. And step number one is get into details of what you want to do to them and be specific. And before we go any further in that, I do want to make the distinction that how you do step number one is really going to depend on whether or not you're texting a man or a woman. Mm. And so this is uh, a great example. So uh, we have a friend and we had a uh, friend over for dinner and he was just starting to date a new woman. And so we were asking him all kinds of questions (laughs) about her and how they relate and how they communicate and, you know, all that kind of stuff that sex geeks talk about. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so then the subject of texting came up and we started talking about it. And what was really funny was uh, both Celine and I were giving him advice on how to sext. And all of the things I was telling him he should write are things that I thought a woman would find really romantic. And all the things that Celine was telling him to write were all the things that she thought a guy would would think were really, really turn him on. So she was writing it as if she was writing it to me or Mm -hmm. to a guy. And I was writing it as if I was going to write it to her Mm -hmm. or another woman, right? So um, we realized in that moment when when we were going through that exercise that it actually really is sort of specific. Mm-hmm. Totally. So one other thing, and that's what I always tell people, is don't just go for the general thing, like you're so beautiful or you're such a nice man. Like it kind of goes above people's head and they go like, yeah, but what does that mean? And so if you want to be more specific, you can really talk about the way um, your hair flows down your shoulders and brushes on your back is like so enticing or talking about how the color of the sweater that they're wearing is um, making their eyes pop. So you're looking at a small detail and you are finding a way to describe that with very specific like details around it and that helps the person to be like wow this this person is seeing me all of me not just the the, like the whole general idea but like wow they're taking the time to pinpoint on something really small and detail oriented so it becomes much more meaningful yeah so if you're a guy and you're listening uh, I hope you wrote down everything that she just said because if you're a guy and you're and you're sexting a woman 
doing that exact strategy is going to get you very far, mm-hmm. right? So noticing small things about her and writing it in a way that's actually romantic and yet sexy at the same time. <laughs> so I was joking when we were prepping for this episode where I was like, well, we women really want to have our mind stimulated, right? Our biggest sex organs between our brain, our ears, it's our brain. So like that helps to activate our brains through the sex thing. And we kind of want a combination of romance and gangbang. So it's like, we want it all, right? We want the romantic guy and we also want the bad boy. And depending on who you are, where you are in your relationship, you want to bring forth more one or the other, but we kind of want both. And I know it can be confusing for men because they're like, so she wants me to tell her she's the most like amazing woman and that I want to like, I don't know, spend my life with her and worship her every day that I'm alive. Okay, this is like big romance, right? (laughs) And at the same time, I want to take her from behind. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe combine it. I want to take you from behind every day forever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it could work. (laughs) At least for me. (laughs) So, So really think about that. So I think that was the game changer for our friend when we explained to him that that narrowing it down into this very nitty gritty specific details of that and and then you know like go beyond just the appearance also look at their characters like is it is it like how they can like easily make conversation with people or like whatever that is or like their intelligence or the way they love and it's like wow okay this makes a big difference Absolutely. Let's look at number two on the list, which is refer to something you did together. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. This is this is actually what I did with my dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> it is because we we had made love in the morning, and so I took a picture post making love, and then I waited and I sent it to her. You know, like midway of the day, and I told her that I was remembering and thinking about the amazing <laughs> love making that we made uh, in the morning. So I was referring to a very specific, beautiful moment that we had shared earlier. And what a beautiful combination there, Kevin, of the romantic and the bad boy. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) You're so good at this. (laughs) And, you know, here's the thing, too. When you remember something that you've done together, I don't know about you, but... For me, um, it can go a long way. Let's say uh, we share a romantic gesture, a really good lovemaking. I will probably think about it anywhere between a hundred to a thousand times over and over. And usually it will turn me on every single time. This is why I do it over and over because, you know, it has really nice benefits for me. (laughs) So um, when you get to relive that again, that moment, you still get the same chemical rush, hormones, things happening in the body. And so you get to be in that constant state of arousal that That's we love right. so much. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that seems like you're putting yourself in a constant state of arousal, which is something we talk about a lot on the mm-hmm. show. Yes. So here's another thing that you can do. Send a suggestive photo suggestive versus graphic is a big difference. That is a big difference. Mm -hmm. And actually some of the sexiest pictures I've ever gotten had no nudity whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like I've gotten a picture of like the side of a woman's neck Mm. and like the way her hair was just, it's like, yeah, that totally does it. Mm -hmm. Um, Eyes, 
mm-hmm, or the mouth, or it could be a hand that's going into an a pants and you're like oh I know where this is going um, I know some people say never send a picture that has your face and your body parts together like <sighs> well not if you want to run for a political office <laughs> otherwise it doesn't really matter <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of my fault but that's why I was like it's still important to bring it up there because I'm like and again if you're in that relationship it's like it's fun Well, all joking aside, if there's any sort of potential sensitive uh, job or, you know, life circumstance that you have, then yeah, you would want to avoid that Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, We have a friend who he's retired now, but for many, many years he worked as a school teacher and uh, anything of, you know, sexual nature, even if it was going to a meetup group that had a topic around sex. Sexuality, yeah. He always just made sure that he just wasn't in those pictures. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, because he didn't want it to interfere with his career. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, once he was retired from teaching, you know, he was like, okay, now I can, I can totally show, you know, who I am and mm-hmm. what I'm doing and, and not worry about it. But he just needed to keep those two worlds separate for mm-hmm. a while. And then... The last step into how to do sexting right is you want to build sexual tension. And again, this is about finding your own flavor. So be comfortable using words that you do use, but also sometimes surprise your partner by doing something that they don't expect. So if you do never, like if you never say cock, maybe just using it there could be the first step, you know, or like whatever that is. But you want to build some sexual tension because you want to also step out of just the friendship zone where it's just about making the other person feel good. You also want to make sure that they know that there's something more than just a heart to heart connection. There's a like sex connection there too. Yeah. The sex, building the sexual tension is a really good way to use sexting, especially if you know you're going to be seeing each other soon. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you do see each other, you're both very turned on. Steamy and ready. Exactly. That, mm-hmm. you, you're cutting like foreplay short by like 20 minutes. One text. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we recommend cutting foreplay short, but you know. It, but you're changing it. You're switching yeah. it up. It actually is foreplay. For me, it is. Yeah. yeah. So... Remember, sexting is not just sexual, but it could be sexual innuendo. It's about making someone de- someone's day by, by saying something nice. Like a little text, thinking about you today. I'm thinking of you right now. That's very sweet. And it's genuine. Or I'm making your favorite meal. Can't wait to have you home. Like I care about you. Or something like, Stop making me think about you. I'm busy working. (laughs) 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 And, you know, depending on what you want, it's like if you want to have a conversation, it's really good to ask questions. That way it forces the person to answer. So if you want to have a banter back and forth, so create that. And if you just want to have like one text and be done, then don't create those questions or or things that that require the other persons to um, answer. And then as a general thing, what's important when you are texting and sexting is to notice the person. So remember with the specific details to appreciate the person and acknowledge what they do. And if you put this notice, appreciate and acknowledge, you will crush it. Yeah. 
All right, everybody, that's all the time we have for this episode. We hope that you picked up some good sexting tips, and we will see you next week. We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>